0: You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer, the official podcast of the Four One Game Zone.
1: to another cooperative multiplayer yes i know it's been a while sorry sometimes life just sucks especially for me right now but that's okay at least we're all here right so i am sean Gomer, your host of this show and of course with me my awesome co hosts daniel anderson and robert cooper hello take clad
2: ain't
3: nothing to fuck with
1: well, now you certainly know Robert is here after that. <laughs>
0: I do I have that movie
1: Wu-Tang Clan. I remember met, when uh, Method Man was supposed to be a wrestler. Remember that, guys? Yeah. It's like that time him and Red Man had that sitcom. Yeah, oh, God. That. Don't remind
3: me of that love. terrible thing. I thought I was cool, because I was like, oh man, i am watched Method Red, that show's so awesome, and then I, then I got cancelled, and now I'm an adult, and I realized God, I was an idiot as a, as a teenager. I
1: remember watching the movie, that was pretty bad in itself.
3: There was a Method Man movie?
1: Yeah, the How High with Method Man and Red Man.
3: <laughs> yeah, some of those movies, some of them do not, they do not hold up. I like, no, they don't. <laughs> like some CZW matches.
1: Oh, God. what's not good uh, into have, that. Yeah, yeah, I have a friend like,
3: hey, I was watching Japanese hardcore wrestling, and this guy put thumbtacks in the other guy's
1: mouth and punched you in the
3: face. I'm like, what oh, really?" He's gore.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. My friend's an idiot, but, eh, why can't you do
1: it? It's all right. All is forgiven.
3: Everybody has those friends.
1: All right, so what did you guys play in these two weeks? Go ahead, Robert.
3: Oh, boy, I get to start. So, let's see. Last night I played WWE 13, because why not? And and I had an epic match with Kevin Nash. <laughs> First time that's ever been used. <laughs> well, Oh, it's because I was using my created character who's the master of the arm bar. Which is awesome. Yeah, I was using him. And I'm like, oh, this I quit match will be pretty easy considering I'm really good with arm bars. Can you make it fit through that? No. 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 That I quit match took 35, 40 minutes. Because he kept not quitting. God, old bastard. Kevin Nash can eat and eat me. Dude,
1: I'm sure that's what he wants to do.
3: I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> they don't call him Big Sexy for nothing. Uh, yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he calls himself Big Sexy. So, I almost picked up the NWO DVD yesterday and I should have. It was only $2. Which one? So maybe next the uh, the new one, The Revolution. Okay. Yeah, it was either pick that up for $2 or pick up a tool CD for one. I picked the tool CD. Because I figured out. Because the NWO DVD, I'm like, okay, this could have a great documentary. And then I looked at the matches and then I'm like, wait, the NWO weren't known for their good matches. Shit. <laughs> yeah, they, they they weren't. And apparently no. all the DVD, DVD reviews agree. But, uh,. Let's see, and then I, I bought Blitz the League 2 last week. That game's fun.
1: Yes, it is. My, my, Take drugs.
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. My, my character has been juicing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm already in Division 2. Yeah. I just kept the original name of Kid Franchise. Cause why not? Because usually I na- I'm an egotist. So I name the uh, main character after me. But I'm white. So it wouldn't just quite fit. A kid franchise it is, and it was it was a fun time. Like you know, so far I've just injured everybody, thrown a whole ton of touchdowns, a few interceptions, defeated the Cleveland Steamers.
1: That was the really a name in the game.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a team in the game called the Cleveland Steamers.
1: I think that was my team, actually, and then I just changed the name. Really? Yeah.
3: Yeah, because that's one of the teams in the game. My team makes no sense. So I, wanna, I was like, I want to give Canada a team. Hmm, Toronto. So, like, the Toronto blizzards. Fuck it. <laughs> What's my logo? A mountain. <laughs> a mountain. It's got black fog, and it it's purple and white.
1: Yeah. Should not named the Toronto Randalls.
3: Uh, well, then nobody would, you know, nobody would listen to the radio of my games. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> I lose because all, all my team would do is play Dota. Either that or Marvel Heroes. Uh, Randall, come back, Randall. I swear, we won't make Kevin Winslow jokes. Those are only funny when here.
1: Uh... Air- Causing him problems to be able to come off this early.
3: Oh, is he still?
1: Well, he doesn't like to take naps, apparently.
3: Yeah, I remember there was a time when I didn't like to take naps. That changed. yeah you have to say, that's the funny thing. When you're a kid, you don't like taking naps and being spanked. Who does? Sure, some people do. Oh, I love that joke. I but yeah, I, I think those those are the only two games that I've played a whole lot of. Yeah, because originally I was like going to watch a whole bunch of anime and Japanese children shows, and then I uh, set out my Xbox to watch some stuff on it. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play Blitz of the League too, and then I played that for like the next five hours.
1: Funny. Well, at least you played games.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, that is true. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch some stuff tonight. And I plug WWE 30. Which is funny, because all I did was just do random matches. Like, I didn't want to do universe mode or anything. I just wanted to do random matches. Right, I don't know. It's a weird phenomenon. Anything
1: nothing. else?
3: No, nah, no, nah, nothing. Nothing really. Just that's pretty much all I played The sports game. Well, some
1: people would say you're not a real gamer, then, Robert.
3: And I would say the sports games I was playing were not your mainstream t- titles,
1: so they can eat me. So we figured out one thing: people need to eat, Robert.
3: That's right. Om Nom Nom. There's a Bloodbath song all about this. It is. It's
2: very creepy. Well let's see. I've been playing I've been watching the international, so of course I've tried playing a little bit of Dota Two. Just uh single player getting used to the game again. It is a fun game. The problem that you get into is when you try to play online and on a pickup team and people leave, quit, leave and you're stuck at a disadvantage. Uh also played some Eve, of course, and Mountain Blade, a game that I picked up on the Steam sale, I've been playing some, too.
3: I almost bought that game the other day. It was like five bucks. And I'm like, ooh, Daniel said it was good. And then I realized, I'm like, oh, I don't have much money. <laughs> 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 I don't have anything in my wallet. So I went to one of Mick Foley's comedy shows. How so was it. that? Oh, it was a great time. started out with our snow <laughs>
1: That's the greatest.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was a pretty good time. Like, it was 25 to get in. And then it was, I walked in, like, how much are your shirts? $25. I also got a package of that, and it made by ten to 30 And I look at my watch, I got 30 left. Okay, go in the mix. Uh, oh, well, I only have to wait, like, another week to get my get more money, so I'm good. Now I like I have anything else
1: to do in my life. You could save some of the money.
3: Oh no! I usually do that. That was like the one time I actually blew anything more than like five bucks at a time. I'm typically ah. pretty. As what? you can, tell, I said I'm typically pretty cheap. Ah, yeah.
1: That's that's okay. I mean, I'm pretty cheap. I had to. I went to RAW last night. Pretty good show. Enjoyed it. I was sitting in the nosebleeds, but I could see everything. And, uh... I bought my first wrestling shirt for, like, nine years. I bought that Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. So I splurged a little bit. Normally I would have said I don't have $25, but... I was like, I'm already here. At least I have a new shirt here. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I've only played, like, Final Fantasy 3, I think, still reviewing that, and haven't had a lot of gaming time, a lot of crap going on, and I, like you, try to sit down and go, I'm going to watch all these animes, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. I did did watch the first uh, season of Attack on Titan. The second one starts pretty soon, and I wanted to start watching Darker Than Black, but Stuff
3: happened. Yeah, I, I want to watch that show. I mean, heck, I still haven't finished Cowboy Bebop, and that's that's been on my computer for like six months at this point. And I it's taking up Cowboy
1: G- Bebop. So.
3: <laughs> taking up fifty gigabytes. So there you go. I oh, know forty-three. I'm sorry, because it's all Blu-ray quality. Who doesn't? Miss- oh, it looks beautiful.
1: I'm sure it does.
3: Oh yeah, such a good show. So Cowboy Bebop is coming to Toonami next week or this week. So there you go.
0: Again, now's your chance.
3: To yes, again. <laughs> they they have shown it on an endless loop, for like five, ten years at this point. But you know what? I'm fine with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it is a classic show. So
0: Eh.
3: eh? everybody loves it. Oh boy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was reading wrestling news here, and I was like, "Oh, so so Sean saw everything except for the things that made the screen go black."
1: I saw it later in a picture. It was really
3: nothing. Oh, I was like,
1: "Oh, okay.
3: That's that's why we're blacking out pictures or the screen, okay?" Because so I was wondering what was going on. I'm like, that's what, "What the hell?" Caitlyn,
1: one time too.
3: I know. That's what ha- that that happened to the other Bella, and God.
1: Oh, uh, the other fellow—they didn't black it out because they didn't know it was there. That Which
3: is was funny. Worse, <laughs>
1: much worse than what Nikki did.
3: Much more noticeable. Yeah. But what can you do? I don't know. It's, it seems like a, it's going to happen because they're there, and yep. it's hard to—it's—it's it's hard for things not to pop, to pop out.
1: I guess I don't know. Right. All right. Let's. This might be a short show, because there's not a lot of news, really, to
2: talk about.
1: So, just forewarned.
2: It's the uh, summer after E3. There's never stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah. Well, I do have like- uh, a couple of people on my wrestling page like to listen to the show, and they keep asking me, when are you going to have a new episode? And I was like, well, it's going to happen, but I'm not going to guarantee it's going, like, you know, two hours or nothing. There hasn't been a lot to talk about.
3: <laughs> Is the summer like the dead time for everything except for movies and maybe some anime? Like some anime, like anime, well, some
1: TV. Yeah, like but the strains on right now. That that shows really good.
3: I think Damn, it must t- be like a recent thing. What?
1: What'd you say? I thought you said, Damn it!
2: Oh, I was gonna say in TV starting to ramp up for the uh, premieres for new seasons.
3: Yeah. I thought you said damn. <laughs> but, uh... Well, I think it had, like, a really recent thing, because for a lot of times, like, for a lot of the time, it was all summer was just reruns. Heck, I remember that when I was a teacher. I could just watch, uh... That'd be, like, the best time to watch Raw, because that's when, uh, you know, things were different.
1: Well, yeah, it's it's still why SmackDown is the highest-rated show on Friday nights right now, because there's nothing on. But...
3: Well, I mean, that, that's Friday night. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: I, I'm just saying, uh, there's there's stuff to watch on Fridays when it's normal season, like Grimm, and there's a couple new shows that are going to be coming to Fridays that are going to be good. It's just, yeah, it, it has been like a recent, uh, really since like FX has been around, it's been like that, because that's how they used to start their new shows, and they would put them into the fall later. Like, I think Sons of Anarchy started like that, and uh, Justified, and a few of the other shows.
3: Uh, I I guess that's actually really smart marketing, because you get it on when nothing else is on, and then once it has a fan base, you slip it in there with the big boys.
1: Exactly. I think that's how the boys started, too, right? It started in the summer, and then they brought it over. And it's never stopped. Never. Yeah, it's never stopped.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the one about America Idol in its heyday, but it at least stopped.
1: Yeah, and America's Look. Got Talent started like that too, and it's still going. Well, speaking of TV, because yes. Xbox had to lay off a lot of their entertainment division, every show that is not in development will no longer exist because XTV is pretty much Xbox TV is done. You're still going to get Halo TV, you're still going to get Quantum Break, and uh, a few other things. I've been watching that every Street United. It's If you like soccer, it's pretty entertaining. Uh, but I'm kind of disappointed. I want to see some of the other series become a TV show. What do you think, guys? Uh... Oh yeah, plus they yeah. had to lay off 18,000 people. Worldwide.
3: I mean, that's the thing. I'm not going hog because that stuff. I don't like anybody losing their job unless they suck at their job. And then by all means, play them off. Yeah, I've had to ask that question. I'm like, hmm. So do people suck at everybody else's work as much as they suck at mine? Because when you show up in a department to do your job and then everybody else disappears, it's not cool. Not cool. But anyway, that that sucks that, had, that all those people got laid off. But, I mean, was the Xbox TV thing really going to become like a thing? Like, did they really have that much high hopes for it?
1: Well, I mean, you have to make the shows and see how they pan out first before you can really say whether it's going to do something or not.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's one of those things that'll if it is really successful,
3: maybe they can get a little more out of it but I don't know, I still think it's kind of funny that they're trying to do TV on consoles I guess I'm still in the stone age of the N64 where I just play video games on the console and maybe even like my 360 and watch the movies but Yeah, I never it was much for them producing their own content in terms of movies and stuff because I have a TV for that
2: Daniel? I think that's an easy way to cut some people out of a job at this point. I'm not saying it's good, but if the shows that they have in development, Quantum Break and Halo, end up being big successes, you're still going to see more shows come out, but it's just going to be partnered shows instead of solely developed by Microsoft, which is what we just saw, what we see happening with the Halo show. It's being developed by Microsoft and Showtime. I think Quantum Break, when it finally comes out, we're going to see it has a somebody's going to be partnering to develop it as well. Right now, and I mean, Sony is doing it on their own, but they already have an entire entertainment division where they create shows, so they're a little bit in a better position to continue doing it. But I think you're going to see Sony start slowly moving away from trying to be be the have special. PlayStation-only TV shows and start integrating it a little bit more with the rest of their company and other partners just because if Microsoft isn't doing it, they don't have to try to match it.
1: True, but Sony also has their own
2: Yeah, but TV I mean, company. like, for example, Community. It was partner. Sony developed it, and it was p- partnered with NBC for some of the costs. Now Sony's developing it, and they're partnering with Yahoo for some of the costs. You're still going to see partnerships. It's not going to be solely Microsoft or solely Sony anymore for those TV shows. Right.
3: Hmm. I didn't know they were doing their own TV shows. Then again, I kind of knew, but I didn't really connect it with PlayStation.
0: I don't know why. I mean, it's probably for the best
1: because the only reason Netflix can do it is because they have all the subscriptions to be able to afford it. Microsoft, they have so many other things they have to worry about. Worrying about a division that they has not even gotten off the ground yet when they're trying to repair their games division. That's kind of difficult. Yeah, I mean, hey, Microsoft's got Sony beat on the laptop front. Oh. I'm sure they are happy about that.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta feel bad for Sony, though. What laptops are they going to use in their movies now?
2: I... I'm sure yeah, they'll, they'll just... Maybe... They'll get paid by a company to put that laptop in their movies.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe Microsoft will get a little kickback or something. I don't know. It's like, hey, you use our Blu-ray drives. We'll just use your laptops. <laughs> That's really what they're <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, totally. That's uh, that's how business works. I know it. I just know it.
1: So just as the uh, this, I'll never buy this. But Samsung revealed that they have a hundred and five inch curved four K TV that's going to cost one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Oh, you're going to buy that? <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> I mean. It looks beautiful and all, but where the hell would I put a 105-inch TV for one? <laughs> and apparently if you uh, you buy it, it'll send engineers to go to your house, and they'll show you how to oh. use it. So I guess that's part of the cost. People just go to your house, and you get to learn how to use the TV.
3: <laughs> First of you said 105-inch, and I'm like, Jesus, Isengard's going to fall already. <laughs> I don't think I have an available wall that's
1: 105 inches. That's what I'm thinking. Who the hell has an available wall for that? I guess really rich people. There's some rapper that's gonna do it. Oh yeah, it'll be in
3: some Some video. We'll see it. Oh, it'll be on MTV Cribs. Is that show still
1: around? No, it's not. I could have
3: swore they were still doing
1: MTV Cribs. No. Uh, They're doing the. A fabulous live show still but not MTV it Cribs it's like uh an English guy that narrates all the awesome things that are happening to celebrities oh my god yeah Man. it's I mean no, it was I mean, something that started in the Cribs. 80s It was. it's really vain
3: oh yeah they're so vain they probably think the show's about them but uh yeah it so, is well, I, guess, uh, I guess
1: MTV Cribs <laughs> is uh it has to
3: do with music, so MTV can't have anything to do with that.
1: It hardly had anything to do with music. Come on now.
3: <laughs> well, now now they have even less to do with it. Okay. I don't I'd get that jab in there, because we all know.
1: Well, MTV at least Microsoft had some positive stuff. The Xbox One sales doubled uh, from May to June, thanks to that one month but I didn't have connect so this is sales based on internal data and that the numbers are sold through consumers this also has increased sales of the 360 as well and some people say that it's only a matter of time before the xbox one sales surpassed the ps4 in the u.s so how do we feel about microsoft now does this mean we're gonna See an uptick in in things all Xbox One, or is it just because Kinect got taken off? And is Xbox One going to be number one at some point, or is that just a fallacy by now?
3: Fallacy. Uh, uh, I don't know if I quite see it yet. Right. Yeah, I think they got more sales because they asked Kinect and dropped a hundred dollars, which is you know, a lot of money. Like, I don't quite see them becoming number one yet. I think we still need to see more games. Like, you know, we, need to see, we need to see more stuff and more things to buy before we really give them, give them any sort of crown. Besides, who knows what the Wii is going to do, right? Maybe maybe it'll have a resurgence. It could be number one. Or maybe the Ouya. The virtual.
1: You always got to throw the, the Ouya in there. <laughs>
3: Yep. Oh, or the virtual boy, you know, the virtual boy could like to make a comeback. They're making new games for it.
1: It's happening. It's not happening.
3: Oh, no. The virtual boy will rise again. What do you say for wood? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was weird. Him coming out and I'm like, "Not
1: Max, what are you doing here? Came off really weird in the arena too. He's just yeah, randomly was, there.
3: I was just like, I know he has a degree, and then, or he was studying for a degree, and I know that's like probably the. Yeah, he's almost cooking.
1: got his PhD. It's really close.
3: Like, so I guess maybe that's why he has this gimmick now. Like, what's Clarence Mason doing? Like, maybe they can get him. Is Clarence Mason. they give
1: Xavier Woods something to do other than be the oh, yeah. be the dancing black guy.
3: He'd be the guy that gets eliminated before Zack Ryder.
1: <laughs> hey, Zack so Ryder's good. cool enough to hang out with Layla in summer right now, so. Mm. I guess that good, means good, something.
3: Good on you, you Zack. Good on
1: you. But isn't he just getting five yeah, sloppy seconds? And third. Yeah. True. Sure. Anyway. But hey,
3: you know, it's, it's still fine. He's still getting something, right? Good yeah, on you. I guess. Good
1: on him. Daniel. Uh,
2: I think this is going to even up the numbers eventually. I don't know if what console is going to be number one at the end of the life cycle. And it's going to depend on exclusives that come out. Right now, I don't know which console has the edge in exclusives because there's been so many delays it's hard to tell. Uh, But if the price is the same it's going to be whichever console, it's going to end up whichever console has the better exclusives because otherwise they're mirror copies of each other.
1: Right. Do you think that now we're going to have a lot more people want to have
2: both consoles now? (laughs) Yes and no. Some people want to have both consoles, but like I said, they're mirror copies of each other, so unless one console gets a huge edge in exclusives, there's less of a reason to have both of them. I mean, right now, what's the difference between a PS4 and a Xbox One other than, I mean, without the Kinect, there really isn't much of a difference at this point?
1: Nope. Yeah, other than, like, some apps and certain games and whatever, you know.
2: Yeah, and most of the apps are going to be out for both consoles eventually anyway. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's taking forever for HBO Go to show up there, though.
2: Well, I just think it's going to come down to exclusives, and maybe somebody else can tell me who has the advantage right now because I'm not sure.
1: I mean, Sony obviously has it in sales, but I think right now with so, all the delays for Sony stuff,
2: you know, well, the you delays, going to say that, wrong and with? I think they're going to make some people mad with what they're doing with the Last of Us. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah I think you're going to see. To oh, go ahead.
3: I was we just got every beat on everybody beat on the exclusives. Technically, I'm right. <laughs> because Mario Kart 8 did sell quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I will uh, give them that. An exclusive, that got everybody beat. In sales, no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, and Sony is still having a tough time in Japan right now. Really? Sales wise, yeah. Yeah, and Microsoft's about to
1: head out to Japan. They're going to release. Uh... In, on September 4th with 29 games. Uh, Square Enix has the most published titles since they publish Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff over there. But uh, Keeji Inafune, I thought, or k g f sometimes that name is pronounced differently in different places, but... Uh, I thought that he brought up something interesting. He says that basically it's only natural for you to feel closer or attached to something that's domestic. And he says he feels that way too. When you see two products that are similar, and one's from your own country and one's foreign, you're going to want the one that you're familiar with because it's from your country. Do you think that that has something to do with it? Or is it really just about the games that come out for both systems or... What do you guys think?
2: Are you talking about the success of Microsoft, of the Xbox in Japan?
1: Yeah, of why the, he's basically talking of why the Xbox has not succeeded. He's saying that, you know, Sony and Nintendo are Japanese products. They're familiar. You know what they are. The Xbox comes up as foreign to the Japanese market, plus they don't have a ton of games the Japanese market really likes. Is oh, it
2: really I, about the foreign aspect? I agree. That's a large part of it. I think. I mean, you throw that in with the games. You have companies in Japan that only make games for Japan that aren't going to make them for the Xbox. So, I mean, I think the foreign aspect is a large part of it. I'm not going to say that's why it does so well in the U.S., because in some ways, Americans don't really care where a product comes from as long as it's good. (laughs) <laughs> but I, I do think that's a obstacle that Microsoft is facing in the Japanese market.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, wait, that doesn't Microsoft like a lot of their exclusives really like don't cater to Japan. Like doesn't Japan not give three shits about a lot of shooters? Barbara, you were like
1: not it. showing levels at all for me. Really? Uh, yeah, you're like barely registering.
3: Uh let me get my face really, really close. God damn cat that's causing cold. Uh that, no.
1: no. Okay, there you go. Anyway. Any of
3: these. So like isn't aren't shooters really not like a thing in Japan? Like they're like yeah like people buy them but they're not really like the super crazy like cultural like, phenomenon like it is here right?
1: No, they're not. I mean, they don't really care for them at all in Japan. I mean, some people do like to play Call of Duty and stuff, but it's not not the thing. I mean, they like mobile games and you know portable games anyway. They they have those weird tastes that sometimes consoles cannot give because they can't make those kind of games for consoles they won't sell at to a wider audience you sound like you are in a hole somewhere
3: Why?
1: <laughs> I have no
2: idea I can't hear a single thing he's saying at this point. Ah oh, fuck!
1: What the fucking mic? I mean, I can hear you, but you're probably sounding as like silence on the actual show because there's no levels at all. What the fuck?
3: I'm angry.
1: I don't blame you.
3: See, uh, if I went not got my laptop and plugged that up, it wouldn't work. Because I
1: can't be uh-huh. doing type two <laughs> yeah. Alright, well let's hope that it starts working or something. Uh-huh. Uh well I had something on here for you because you're uh are used to play League of Legends uh-huh. since they're starting to ban people uh-huh. in a more uh expansive way they're apparently going to uh, try to uh, stomp out excessive people that are extremely toxic because you know those kind of games already have a toxic environment anyway they're trying to stop racism and people that are whatever's intentional feeding is they're going to either temporarily ban you or permanently ban you and you'll get a code And then once you get that code, you can try to appeal, but there's going to be a chat that's going to be there open so that they can, you and everybody else can see why you got permanently banned. Is there a, I mean, is this something that we need to see more of, more uh, transparency in why we're being banned and letting other people see that so that maybe it stops people from doing this kind of behavior or is there any, or is just not going to stop anyway?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's still hell.
1: Okay. Whoa, silence. Yeah,
2: I can't hear anything from him. Oh, get back. <laughs> I heard that. I heard something. I couldn't make it out, though.
3: It was, a, it was a very loud, god damn
1: it. There you go. You're registering
2: now. Really? Yep. Now yeah. You are. I could actually understand right. you that time.
3: That,
2: I don't, I don't know. It makes no sense. Daniel, any thoughts? Uh, I'm all for transparency and banning. Uh, one thing that will make me quit playing a game. M- faster than anything else is rampant cheating or statements like, well, we take these situations very seriously, but there's no evidence that they actually do. <laughs> now, do I think it's going to stop this type of behavior? No. It's still yeah. going to happen. People that get banned are still going to find a way around around their ban, either through using like a VPN or going having some other type of IP address. But it might help. It'll probably help some, but nothing I think will really stop the entire situation.
1: Probably right. I mean, how many other games have we seen? People get banned. They find a way to come back again, and they laugh about it like it's some great thing they just did or something.
2: Yeah.
1: Like herpes. Like herpes.
3: Just when you thought you got rid of them, everything is fine. They show up and are like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" ha, Here to ruin your life.
1: Right when you get with a new girlfriend, ah, fuck. Okay,
3: (laughs) right. That's just how it is with video games. Like right when you get a new character or something, and you're ready to play. Nope, people are here to ruin your day.
1: So. How would you guys feel about Crash Bandicoot or Jack and Dexter coming back? Apparently Naughty Dog is not closing that door, but they do express that they're not very excited about doing those kind of games. They like the games that are doing they're doing now. And that maybe they can get back to that if that's what you know gaming dictates, but they don't really seem to want to do it, because Sony said that they have talked about reviving Crash or Spyro, but Activision bo- owns both those franchises, so they would have to partner with Activision to do it, and don't know if Naughty Dog could really get involved in that or not for Crash. Would you guys want to see these come back, or is it a lost cause? I mean, we see Spyro with the uh, Skylander stuff, but... Do they really need to have their own games at this point?
3: I think it'd be pretty fun, but, I mean, the old games all Didn't those kind of close the stories up just nice and tightly? I mean, we don't really need them. Like, it'd be cool, but maybe it's, like, a mini thing. Like, maybe, like, a... Maybe some, like, Flash... I don't want a Flash game. Maybe some, like, downloadable game. Nothing too huge. I don't know. Like, it'd be cool, but we don't necessarily need them.
2: I don't think we really need them But the first time Naughty Dog Has a flop of a game We're going to see them go back to that well Are they really going
1: to have a flop At this point? Seems like everything they make Turns to gold Yeah but keep in
2: mind all the people that left I mean All the people (laughs) that made the golden games Most of them are gone
3: Even GTA has had a shitty game, I am sure. Oh boy, somebody's going
1: vibrate. Oh, I keep forgetting look, to put my phone on my bed
2: so it doesn't vibrate near the computer. I mean, look at Blizzard. For, uh, up until Diablo 3, they hadn't had a badly received game. Diablo 3 comes out and suddenly Blizzard's in trouble. <laughs> Same thing. One bad game from Naughty Dog is going to Caused them to start going back to the games that they thought that they said they've been done with Because up until now they haven't needed to go back
3: That and it'll make the court of public opinion start being like oh noticing anything that is wrong with their other games Anything
2: Oh yeah The Last of Us has some pretty vocal detractors still
3: well, it's because it's a big popular game that everybody loves. So there's got to be the people that are, you know, I wasn't that good. Shiny, shitty, actually.
1: Yeah, especially with them uh, basically saying that the PS4 version of Last of Us makes the PS3 version broken by comparison, trying to get you to buy the PS4 version. And they're even going to the point of not giving you an upgrade if you already have the PS3 version either. So that's made people pretty angry, and they're also going to do a one-time reading of certain scenes from The Last of Us because apparently it's popular enough to be read live somewhere.
3: We need to have it read live by Christopher Walken. (laughs) And who who can? Let's see who could play the other character. Uh, Christopher Walken and Sylvester Stallone. There we go.
2: I'm surprised
3: there's Scott Bakula in there. Scott Bakula? Nah. His voice isn't distinct enough. Almost through Gilbert Godfrey.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I would be thinking of Iago the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
3: Gilbert. It still bothers me that that's not his real voice.
1: No, the one, uh, the Aladdin one, that's his voice. After that, it's not.
3: Oh, no, I'm talking about like that, that really annoying voice oh, is not his real Yeah,
1: that he doesn't talk like that all the time. Yeah, It's like Larry it's the Cable boss. Guy.
3: Oh yeah, we well, you know Larry the Cable Guy's not a real person. He's really just some asshole named
1: Dan from Nebraska.
3: <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if he's an asshole. He seems like a nice guy. Just, he's playing a character. Yeah. His audience is typically too stupid to know he's playing a character. And if anybody well, listening listens well, to Larry the Cable Guy and I just insulted you, I'm sorry, but it's Larry the Cable Guy.
1: Well, we're all from the south here, so it's okay. That's, that's, that's <laughs> right. That's,
3: that's
2: our, <laughs>
3: right. The only time I ever laughed at him was him saying, I mattered to a midget with a yo-yo. I
1: don't want to start rotling, rattling off uh, Larry the Cable Guy jokes. <laughs>
3: Oh God! I you guess it's kind of Kellen Winslow,
1: but it's all right. Oh, uh, I don't
3: well, it's kind of hard to beat Kellen Winslow when he does it himself.
2: <laughs> all right, we got that out of the way. Or Kellen uh, Winslow yeah. beats himself every time.
3: <laughs> yeah, that that was the joke.
2: <laughs> well, all I heard was "does it to himself." I didn't hear "beats."
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to beat Kellen Winslow when he does it to himself.
2: Okay. It came through clearly that time. Especially when there he goes to go. Boston Market.
3: Yeah, yeah. He's like all oh, Mac <laughs> 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 And the turkey. But anyways, video games. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Um So Nintendo rolled out an update that's probably useless for most people because who the hell has two Wii Us in their house? If you even have if you even have one. <laughs> Who the hell has two. Uh, you can transfer data between two working Wii Us. Well, I guess mm-hmm. if uh that really sucks if you have one that broke and you just want to transfer the other one.
3: Yeah. Well I mean I guess it's cool if your friend brings a Wii U.
1: But it's not like you can do that endlessly. You're doing that once and then it reformats the other one. So you'd screw up the other one.
3: Ew. That's not nice.
1: Yeah, it's like when you transfer your license over to the new Xbox, you pretty much make it to where, when you go on, if you don't go on, if you uh, try to download stuff and then use it offline, it won't work on your other Xbox. Same thing.
3: That's silly.
1: Well, it's mainly like when when I lost my when I had to sell my original Xbox and then I got the new S like in 2010 or whatever, I had to transfer my license over so that it could all work on my new Xbox without me having to be on Xbox Live. So if I would still have my old Xbox, that one no longer is recognized. It doesn't recognize anything unless you go on live to show that you're still current. So it's just, I don't know what Sony does with that, but... Nintendo's just kind of following the same deal.
3: I mean, hey, I guess if your Wii U does red rings, because I'm sure it red rings,
1: I that's uh, the red ring of death. You just went totally silent again. Yeah.
2: I heard him say something just now that I'm sure was swearing, but I couldn't make it out said something about the Wii U. Again, I'm sure it was swearing, but I just couldn't make it out.
3: (laughs) No, it wasn't swearing. I was talking about the Wii U. It's funny how the red ring has probably hit the Wii U.
1: (laughs) No, no swearing. Somehow hit the Wii U. That's right,
3: it has. Oh, I think I found my mic. There we go.
1: Yay. Gay? No, I said yay. I thought you
3: said gay, and I'm like, who's gay? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, that still reminds me of the. No, does your brother know you're gay? No, wait. (laughs) Uh, good time. Good time.
1: So, Destiny is apparently going to have a lot of sequels. That's why they can't have cross-gen multiplayer also because it's easier for next-gen players to be able to kill off old-gen players i guess Uh, what the hell are you doing Robert what do you mean you like go in and out and then it sounds like you're messing with your mic or something no i
3: haven't done anything like my cat nothing right behind me no i haven't touched anything
1: and you went
2: inaudible again. Yeah.
3: God damn it!
2: <laughs> I did hear that, although it was very quiet. Really? Huh. It's like we have the Miz on the show.
3: <laughs> why as soon as I show up everything goes silent no, or
2: he's, just, you have or he's watching the pay per view and he sees the Miz and just quiet, no,
3: we quiet.
1: <laughs> I was mainly saying because I think you've said really like five times
3: really really, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Damn. so people are worried that we're not going to get expansions and things like that that we normally see in MMOs, it's going to be more like we're going to see less content or more content that isn't... It's not going to be grand in scope. It's going to be smaller little bits of content at a time. Do you think Destiny's going to have that kind of problem where people are going to get bored and then they can't bring out stuff fast enough?
2: I don't know because I haven't played the beta, so I don't know how the game's looking. Uh, that's always a problem with MMOs not being able to get new content out fast enough and people getting bored and going away but I mean it's Bungie mean, you think they would have considered it it is, a, it is different it. though
1: you're not just making it for PC you're making it for every like old consoles and new consoles so think about if you had to make an expansion
2: how annoying that is Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but uh, I mean, you're going to see them fading out support for the old consoles pretty quickly, I think. I think you're going to get the initial release, maybe a sequel, and then that would be it for Destiny on the old consoles.
1: Yeah, see, that's what makes me afraid of going to buy Destiny for uh, a PS3 or 360 is that it's going to be a waste of time.
2: I mean, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a waste of time. I'm sure you're going to get a full, well-made game for the PS3 and the 360. It's just you're not going to get, probably after the second sequel or expansion, you're going to have to upgrade. And I'm sure there's some type of upgrade where you wouldn't have to pay full price if you're going from one console to the other. Yeah. Especially if that's the way they're going to do it, because they're... They'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they didn't do that. Well, bless you. Yes. (laughs) Well,
1: they also said they apparently don't want to make it like a lot of MMOs are, where you feel like you have years of leveling up to do once you get into an MMO for the first time. If it's been past the first uh, first game, you're going into the second expansion and third expansion and whatever, they're going to try to make it to where even if you're on Destiny 3 for the first time and you've got a bunch of people playing from Destiny 1, that you can still get into the game and and play with your friends regardless. Do you like this idea or do you feel like you need to be rewarded for starting from from the first moment? Isn't that what a lot of people complain about in MMOs, like this whole, you know, the level 90 thing with WoW and all that, that it caters too much to the people that don't want to play from the beginning?
2: I mean, it, count, it kind of sounds a little bit like EVE, where you go in, you haven't played it before, but it's, it doesn't feel like it's going to take you years to level up because it's you don't really level up. You just train the skills that you need. So if you want to be able to make a ton of money mining you would just train those skills and worry about pve and pvp combat later work on them as you want to do it it sounds like they're they might be doing something like that letting you still play with your friends but not being able to do everything that they can do right away Robert, are you still with us
3: Oh yeah, i am here
2: all right i can hear you now
3: oh boy It just sounds weird to me, because aren't most, like, MMOs, like, there's a main game, and yeah, there's expansions, but it's really all about the main game? Like, it feels weird that you have an MMO with, like, sequels. Because I know that usually doesn't happen. Like, I know there was an EverQuest 2, but it had nothing to do with EverQuest 1, in terms of transferring, right?
1: Right, I think so.
3: Uh, I just thought it was just kind of weird. I'm like, okay, so you have Destiny 1, and then there's Destiny 2, but if you want to buy Destiny 2, you got to pay it through Destiny 1, because that's how I understand it, because that's how video games work. No, that's,
1: that's the point of what they're trying to do is make it to where you don't have to have Destiny 1 to play Destiny 2, but it's there, the content is there if you want to go back and play Destiny 1. I guess kind of like Skylanders. You can go back and play the old games, and get some of the old figures if you want, but you don't have to. You see what I'm saying? Was that you that had the phone ring?
2: It wasn't mine. Um. Yeah, it must have been Robert then. I mean... It- <laughs> we really just have to wait and see what they do with it because they're saying this now but they could change their minds later as they start trying to work on the new sequel, expansion whatever they're going to call it Um, I hope that it works out because I feel like if the game flops that might be the last that we see a bunch You think so? Given the rumored budget for the game that they of course deny that any game would that it, they would spend that much in development on any game, but given that rumored budget, even if it was half that and the game flops, can a company uh can a studio survive that?
1: Probably. <clears throat> I mean it's Activision. Well I'm, I'm not sure saying they have Activision's
2: the to... gonna go under, but would they really uh, support a new Bungie game if their last game was a flop.
1: Maybe not. I mean, what are you going to do? Really make a go, go make a Halo clone then? Yeah, I mean...
2: For better or worse, Bungie right now, the only thing that they have associated with them is Halo. Very popular, well-loved franchise. If you put a flop in there and they just don't have any other properties... I mean, what's left that they can i mean, what's left they can do other than like you said, a halo clone, and those don't necessarily sell well,
1: yeah, and you, you've got the original being made by other people that's doing fine, so. yeah. yeah,
2: and then you get more arguments about new properties not succeeding, where that's why we're gonna have twenty sequels to Halo or twenty sequels to uncharted because new properties won't do as well. I think that's completely false, but you will have those arguments.
3: Aren't we on, like, Assassin's Creed 8 at this point?
1: Uh, I think you said something about Assassin's Creed, but...
3: I said, aren't we on Assassin's Creed 8?
1: You're going into that inaudible thing again. God
2: damn it. Maybe I can understand his... Swearing there just because I expect it every time you say that.
3: Are we saying aren't we on Assassin's Creed Eight?
2: Uh, are we? There were quite a few sequels to Assassin's Creed Two. Yeah. Or expansions. Yeah, I guess
1: technically we are on like Assassin's Creed Eight. Two, and there was Bloodlines,
3: Revelation Three. I see, yeah, because we've got two games coming out this year, so we'd be on eight at this point. God. Well... When that game was a new concept.
1: Yeah. cool. Yeah. It is, I mean, how many Call of Duties are we at right now? Like uh, 12, 13? Yeah, let's see.
2: Let's see one. Yeah, but... As much as people like to hate on Call of Duty, it's like Madden. They found a formula and it works. So they would be stupid to stop using that formula to make games until the formula stops working.
1: Oh, I don't have a problem with Year the Games at all. I mean, if you want to make yearly the Games, go ahead. I just hate when people really want to sit there and they want to... The people that really love Call of Duty want to hate on the people that hate on Call of Duty because then they their sales get overshadowed by the games that are unique and are being made. And people... Sometimes when you, you get these people that only play Madden or only play Call of Duty or only play FIFA or whatever, they don't ever go outside the box to be able to explore anything in games. I know that's not me.
2: Uh, I know what you're saying, but... I think with FIFA and Madden, you can't necessarily just think of those because you have a lot of sports fans that never buy any other game that will buy those two games.
1: Oh, yeah, and I mean I'm a big sports fan and I I try to make sure I play all those two games and NBA two K and stuff
2: every year. Yeah, well I just say that gamer, because you know? I worked at a well I worked at a EB games for a while before it was merged with GameStop and I would have conversation with the conversations with these people that would come in and buy every single sports game. I'd ask them if they have played any other games and they say, no, I just want to play the sports games. I mean, you can't, and I'm not, the people that make the argument, well, Madden's killing innovation or call of Duty's killing innovation. You can't necessarily say that because there are people buying those games that will buy no other game ever. Same reason as you have people that will go see Michael Bay movies and won't watch anything else just because they know that they like it.
1: Right. Oh you know, same thing with GTA. and Yeah. Now I guess you could almost put Assassin's Creed in there. I mean...
3: <laughs> or Watch Dogs. I mean, uh, that's Assassin's Creed
1: with technology. <laughs> Watchdogs is Assassin's Creed with technology.
3: <laughs> pretty much, that's what I've
2: been told. I, mean, yeah, I can like kind of see that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'd still like to play it, but yeah, it's Assassin's Creed with technology. I'll play
2: that I mean, when I mean, it's I mean, like thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'll, not gonna spend it. brand new or, money on it. Yeah.
1: It's I'm just not I'm not. Much. I'm not a big GTA type guy. And, I mean, I like the L.A. Noire just because of a detective game or whatnot, but I've heard the hacking stuff doesn't work as well as they wanted to, and that's supposed to be, like, the big thing in that game. And then the driving oh, yeah. sucks, so it's like, you know, parts of the game aren't that great. I mean, do I want to spend $60 for something that I may not like that much?
3: Oh no, I would never. I only spent sixty dollars once on a game that I didn't like because I knew I wasn't gonna like it as much, and that was Lord of Shadow too. I mean, I liked it, well, but it wasn't great.
1: You have a connection <laughs> to that franchise. I mean, it's just like me. If if Kingdom Hearts three sucks, I'm still gonna spend sixty dollars on it because I love Kingdom Hearts. It's just, you know, same thing with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy fifteen, Final Fantasy Lightning Returns, basically sucked. I still spent $60 on it. So how really, many
2: franchises, or how many releases on that type of a franchise will you give them before you say, I'm just not buying this game, this game, any game from this franchise again until they prove to me that it's a good game?
3: Um, Ugh. I haven't really run into many because I'm not one of those that is just like, oh, it's got this on it, I'm going to buy it day one. I don't buy games on day one. I'm I saying to buy games up day six hundred,
2: like uh, using Final Fantasy as an example.
3: Yeah,
2: how many bad Final Fantasy games in a row do they come out with before you say I'm not going to buy the next one until they prove to me that it's a good game?
1: Mm, I don't know. It's difficult for me because, like, I try to get attached to all the. I love RPGs in general, so. Final Fantasy is just the thing that I always started out with. I have this... It's kind of like Pokemon. I have this connection to it. And if there's some kind of redeeming quality in it, I feel like it'll be worth it to me. Like, I like Lightning Returns probably more than most people. But there's Final Fantasies that I... I can't stand 8. But they made a totally different game than 8 for 9. And I love the crap out of 9. So it's difficult like that. They but I can understand like Madden has gotten me to the point where if I didn't review the game most of the time I wouldn't buy it because it. I don't see a lot of the innovation that a lot of people that play it every year go oh crap they did this this is making it greater it's really not you right, know
3: cause like, the only reason I would buy games like that every year is because there's a new roster that's the only exactly, reason I but, WWE games because I'm like oh a new roster
1: but even like a Call of Duty or an Assassin's Creed or whatever, it's just a new setting, but the same mechanics. Except yeah. for this this year, they made it to where you can have co-op, so that kind of makes it a little bit more of a big mm-hmm. deal for Assassin's Creed. But it, it is kind of like everything else, where... Until they do something like Advanced Warfare where it kind of feels like they put it in a new setting or new, they did enough improvements to it to make you feel like it's worth buying, do you really want to buy the difference between whatever the one was before and the one was before that? I mean, I think it just varies because you can get hyped about a game. And then it sucks, but then the next one that comes out, they fix everything and it's great.
2: Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That's what like.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's why I like with Final Fantasy. Like, I would buy, like, let's say I bought 13 and I didn't like it. I wouldn't buy 13 too and Lightning Returns because that's just a sequel to a game I didn't like. <clears throat> now, when 15 came out, I'd buy it because that's a, new, that's a chance for another game. Like, you know, new setting, new characters, new combat system, you know, in theory. I mean it's, it's different because then like 132 which is just 13 with advancements to the plot I don't know I never played No
1: 132 <laughs> is different you have all the time traveling and the there's more exploring which was the problem with people hated about the first game and the story is a lot more fleshed out you don't have to read an encyclopedia it's a much better game this the story is uh, kind of more convoluted
3: <laughs> cuz time travel yes We only like time travel if it has men in suits or kids with spiky red hair.
1: Yes. Or both. (laughs) Right. Or if it has Scott Bakula in it.
3: Scott Bakula, yes.
2: (laughs) I was waiting for that one to come, be named.
3: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Quantum Leap. (sighs) Randall's favorite, I'm sure. We should make it if if we get up to fifty people on his wrestling show. Does he have fifty people on his wrestling page?
1: I think so.
2: Damn maybe it! He has okay, exactly maybe a, fifty. I don't. Oh, I know what we can maybe do. We can get him to watch Quantum Leap. I know if we do the if we ever follow through on the fundraiser to go to E three next year and it succeeds, we I'm should put watch. that as a stretch goal. We will make. Randall, sit and watch Quantum Leap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or
2: at least make him watch Doctor Who that he never did.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he watched like, episodes and was like, yeah, I'm busy.
2: Well, Quantum Leap would probably be more realistic given that he has a kid now. Because there were yeah. a fewer seasons of that than there are Doctor Who. Yeah.
3: I mean, Doctor Who's only technically got seven seasons with the new Doctor Who.
1: But dang, I mean, like, I just have never met somebody that. I know it's just because he's busy but I've never met anybody that gets into Doctor Who and doesn't keep watching it.
2: Well, I think part of it is uh, We made it. Well, yeah, he was forced to do it and after everything that he said about it it's harder when you make all these public statements about how much you don't really want to see a show and don't want to like it it's hard to go back and admit that you do actually like it. True. Like
3: Squidward. Like Squidward liking Krabby Patties? (laughs)
2: Yes.
3: (laughs) You do like Krabby Patties, Squidward.
1: (laughs) So, since we're talking about TV, the UK has decided that they want to educate people on illegal downloading instead of punishing you for illegal downloading. Starting in 2015... They're going to send you up to four letters a year to your house. So maybe if you have a mom or somebody that doesn't know that you're doing this, they will know you're doing it and maybe it'll stop you. you. Or maybe it'll just, uh, they'll show you all these companies that will have the stuff that you watch, but you pay for it like Netflix or Spotify or, or whatever other company is there. Maybe it'll get you to buy a service instead of illegal downloading. And you can even ignore the letters and it doesn't do anything. So, do you think this is going to work? Or is this just the UK trying to be nice?
3: They're trying to be nice. I mean, then again, the whole thing with illegal downloading is I almost find it kind of funny. Like, the amount of money that like these companies get out of people from equipment like, does not seem very comparable to the things they download. Like, you know, you hear about the moms who had to pay like $100,000 downloading like a Schneider album or some shit like that, you know. Like, yeah, it's kind of silly. I mean, I think illegally downloading things is almost silly at this point anyways, because things are so readily available, so cheap. Like Spotify, Netflix, like, there you go, music libraries. There's like a whole entire stream library for like eight dollars, ten dollars.
1: Right, is. but I mean, let's say for people like me that I don't have TV right now. They used to have it to where you could get full seasons of shows on Hulu Plus. Now they killed it to where it's really? basically an on-demand service that you pay for. Oh, you couldn't
3: get TV on? You can't get TV on Hulu Plus anymore?
1: You can, but most of the shows have gone to the on-demand formula of only having the last five episodes. Fuck that. So, basically, Hulu Plus is getting to the point where unless you have it for, like, anime or something, it's almost useless. Because, basically, all these companies figured out that, oh, which is what I used to do. There were some shows I didn't keep up with, because, hell, there's way too many shows to keep up with. And I'd be like, oh, I'll just wait till the summer when there's not a lot on, and I'll catch up on that show. And now most shows, they only keep the last five episodes. There's some that still keep the whole episode list, but it's pretty rare. So, like, unless you have, like, Comcast and their stream picks thing, or you want to wait until Netflix decides to post the, all the seasons and you have to binge watch because then the seasons start, like, two weeks later... Uh, it's kind of pointless. And I can see why you want to illegally download, because there's no way you're going to be able to catch up with that season if you don't. So maybe they need to come up with a better system then. Because some people don't have, like, $80 to throw at once for Amazon Prime or whatever the hell else they want to throw in there.
2: I mean... I think the problem with illegal downloads is there's no one reason people illegally download shows you have some people like you who do it because they don't have tv and they want to catch up on what they miss you have some people who do it to try to make money and then you have other people who do it to just because they watch the show they don't have a dvr so but they want to watch it later or they had to work that night and they still wanted to watch that particular episode and they don't have a dvr i mean Hollywood really needs to come up with a new – I say Hollywood, but everywhere really needs to come up with some new system to deal with the internet, be it music or TV or movies. But it's like you get a group of people – the way I always picture a group of executives when they talk about illegal downloads are a bunch of Hollywood executives standing in a room with their fingers in the ear going, la, 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 we don't hear this. You know, like Nintendo dealing with internet, they don't want to deal with it, so they just pretend it doesn't exist.
0: (laughs) But, I mean,
2: there's just so many reasons. Number one, the starving artist theory just pissed off a lot of people, saying oh, Metallica needed, if you downloaded, was it Metallica or somebody else who said, you downloading a song my kids needed to eat and you have millionaires telling people that they shouldn't download it because they're taking food away from their children. Yeah. Going that approach is just going to piss people off.
1: And yes, I mean, once Metallica joined Spotify, sales of their albums dropped. But that's just how the world is right now. They don't want to buy albums. They don't want to buy even digitally. They want to buy single songs. They want to be able to listen to things whenever they want to. And if they're paying for a service for that, then... You're getting something out of it. Maybe just not as much as you used to.
2: I mean, it's just... You get a bunch of people acting like... And it it does the same thing with ratings. Ratings generally don't take DVR into account, and they don't take people... I mean, the only way they take DVR recording into account is if you watch it the same night or within a day of when it originally aired. And you can't do that. I mean, it just – hearing people talk about illegal downloading or hearing Hollywood talk about illegal downloading frustrates me because they just – it seems like they want to just say everybody who downloads illegally is doing it because they don't want to pay for content. And that's not the case. It's just they don't have any other option to view that particular media other than waiting a year for, for DVD sets to come out. And yeah. they're the ones who came... Hollywood's part of the problem, where they came up with the immediate, you want to watch this, we're going to give it to you. Or you want to watch this? Well, here's the uh, here's the DVD set. You can watch it whenever you want to. Here right. is okay. the half-season set for you to catch up on before it starts again.
1: Here's <laughs> the... Uh... I think Lost was the one that really started it, the whole come to our website to watch the episodes
2: you missed. I mean, uh, it's like you get some people that try to appeal to Internet users, want to get that business. And then you have others who think, well, the Internet's just a fad. It's not going to last. So we're just not going to even think about it. And it, there's oh God, no one unified thinks approach. Anybody who
1: the Internet's a fad right now is an idiot.
2: They're an idiot, but there are still people out there that think that. (laughs) I mean, same people that think video games are just for kids, when for the past, what, I'd say 10 years, you probably have more adults playing video games than you do kids. Yep. The average age is like
1: 35 now.
2: Yeah, but they don't look at that. They have their own assumptions and their own prejudice against video games, internet, downloading, and they never change it. And the only people that suffer are the consumers because they get screwed over. Some people just don't get it, I think. Dumbass. And they're never
1: going to get it because they don't want to. Nope.
2: And then you get you start getting into the stories of the Takedown where studios will issue copyright takedown notices of stuff that they don't have a copyright on. It's completely legal for it to be up, but they still issue a takedown on it. Yep. And that pisses people off too and makes them not want to support that studio or not want to support whatever it was that they did that with, be it music, movie, TV. I mean, it's just, it's a mess right now, and I don't think it's ever going to get fixed.
1: Robert, you're a big, uh, you're a music writer. You hear about this stuff all the time.
0: Allegedly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh,
3: I mean, illegal downloading with music, I don't see much of a point of it anymore, because it's just, it is so readily available and findable on stuff like Spotify and I mean you can you can go buy albums and you can find albums pretty easily but Spotify's got most of the things you want. I mean you can I mean hell you can now listen to stuff on like your phone or your tablet for free. Though it's on like a shuffle But still, like it's one of those like it's really not much of a problem. Now television, yeah, that's a little bit different. Like, yeah, I do illegally download Japanese children's shows. But I can't find them anywhere else. Literally nowhere else. So that's, I mean, that's the only thing, yeah, that's the only thing I really download because it's only available in Japan and there's no way to get it here in America. So you got to do what you got to do. But otherwise, like, yeah, I don't really watch, I I don't really pirate many other things because I guess because the internet's just made it so readily available that I just don't grab onto it. But, I mean, if you do... Legally download shows because you can't get it somewhere else like I guess I could see why you would do it And yeah, the whole starving artist thing is to a point kind of silly Because you have those people at the top that bitch about it And I understand them bitching about it because that is a lot of money they're losing But they still got a lot of money But when you do get like some rinky-dink po-dump band that makes like ten dollars a show Like you know stealing their music's not cool But hey Yeah it's one of those. I, I feel like it's. I'm not gonna say that it's not really a thing. I just feel like at, at this point of of availability, it shouldn't be a, nearly as big of an issue. I mean, heck, pirating games is kind of hard to do now too. Gosh, especially on consoles. And then again, I'm sure there are people that do
1: it. Mm, but I mean, I think games is a different thing because eventually. For the most part, except for, like, the PS3 and 360 emulators and stuff like that are around. And if your computer is oh, fast enough and powerful enough, you enough. can get the old yeah. games if you want. Yeah. But if you want the, the, the games from the PS3 and 360, they're there right now. You can go buy them. It's not like they're yeah. going to go away. Until they do go away, and then, well, then... You're kind of SOL, but that's that's the way it is. But I mean, if you're gonna like, let's let's bring this second like this new this whole FFX deal that the Simpsons signed, where they're gonna have an app that's gonna have all 552 episodes that are currently available. It's gonna have the movie at certain points. FFX is gonna or FXX sorry is going to uh, marathon every single episode including the movie in its right spot. I mean, isn't this the kind of revolutionary thing that a lot of more people should be doing? We're just talking about The Simpsons, but imagine if they did this with... And we're starting to see it with certain networks have their little on-demand app, and you can go on there and, and get what you want, but you still have the provider problem of not every provider is there, and it takes forever to get your provider on there. Like, DirecTV is terrible. Unless you're doing the movie channels, pretty much almost every other app doesn't work with DirecTV. Because they don't want you to be able to watch TV that way. Because they're old dinosaurs. But, like, Uverse is almost always there on every app. Infectsfinity is there on almost every app. But it's just... Shouldn't they just make one deal with all the companies and say, We want this to be available.
2: I think part of the problem you run into as well with doing that is the cable companies don't want that to happen because then you have no incentive to get cable. Well, if you, you have to. Get,
1: you can't watch it if you don't have a provider.
2: Well, but then you have people like HBO who they're finally going to the... I, heard, I read somewhere a headline where they're finally allowing people to use HBO Go that don't have the provider you just have to pay for it. Right. So that takes money away from the cable companies, so they don't necessarily want to do that. Then you have the stories about cable companies like with Comcast and Netflix throttling the speed so that people can't do Netflix as much. You might have some studios you can't get the high quality episodes of net or shows from Netflix. You have studios that are trying to offer this stuff, but then you have cable companies that are trying to sabotage it in a way because they still want their money too. Right. I mean, I love what FXX is doing with The Simpsons. That's a great thing. I think it will legitimately cut down on people trying to pirate episodes of The Simpsons. But if, say, Comcast comes up and says, well, we're going to throttle the speed because we don't too many people are using this app and it's hurting our network and hurting other people on our network. So we're going to throttle the speed. Then the people that were using that to watch those shows are back at square one. They can't watch the shows in a decent quality and they're going to go to pirate it because their cable company isn't, is affecting with what the studios are offering. So shouldn't,
1: the government step in then and say you can't do that?
2: You would think that, but then you have cable companies lobbying the government to not do that. I mean, if you, you can go online and see ads where Com or where Comcast says, We're all for net neutrality but then they pull this shit with Netflix, that shows they're really not Robert
3: I mean, he, unless
1: we call it something. Else. Well, it obviously won't be net neutrality once it is something else, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. Uh Nintendo released their uh, platinum and gold Club Nintendo things if you become an elite member. Uh, it's a bunch of games there's no, a lot of people are complaining that there's no stuff you can actually have in your hand there's no like little plushies or no shirts or no whatever else Uh, normally back before this year they they were more items that you could uh, have, these are all like digital games, uh, Super Mario Land 2, Metroid Warrior Land 2, Donkey Kong 3, Zelda 2, Adventure of Link, and some of them are not for both systems, Wii U and 3DS. Some of them are only Wii U, and some of them are only 3DS. A lot of the bigger games, like an Earthbound, or a uh, Kid Icarus, uh, Super Mario Brothers, that's all on Wii U only. Is Nintendo really shooting themselves in the foot here? What's the problem with just making them for both of your systems? I mean... Do you really need to give people that are with your Club Nintendo service uh, an exclusivity deal when this is just about buying Nintendo products?
2: They're trying to guide what, how they're going to consume that product. They want people to do certain things on the Wii U, and they want certain people to be able to do stuff on the 3DS. And until... I mean, they're trying to spur th- Wii U sales. I think everybody realizes that, but it's just they're going to piss more people off than they're going to convince more people to buy Wii U by doing stuff like that.
3: Yeah, that's, that's the way I really see it. Like a friend of mine, he he's like, oh, I finally got platinum this year. And he's like, that's all on Facebook the other day. He's like, damn it. You mean to tell me the one year I have platinum, they don't give me anything physical? Fuck. He said last year again about like docking a time soundtrack or something. Like an actual yeah. physical copy. Which sounds really neat. But yeah, it just sounds like to me what they're doing is they're trying to get people to play things in church systems. And we all do know that really they're just worried about the. <laughs> they're really, really just worried about the Wii U.
1: Well, I mean, they don't really have to worry about the 3DS because when there's a good game for it, people will buy it. It's just. And if there's a Pokemon
3: game, people will buy it. Yeah,
1: which is why they're making another one. But. I. I can see the point, but it just bugs me because it's more than Nintendo being dumb. Like, you have two systems. You have people that on, may only have one system or may only have the other one. Let them play whatever. It's old. It's been out there for the most part, except for like Dr. Luigi and NES Remix. I mean, come on now. Like, just stop being buttholes about we want something on the Wii U, something on the 3DS. Just... Same thing with the GBA. People, if you're going to get it, most people that are going to play those GBA games... They're going to want to play it on the portable system because the GBA was portable. Does that make more sense to anybody? I
2: mean, right? You would think so.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them, like, uh, I wouldn't mind playing Castlevania Aria Sorrow on my home computer because that game's awesome, or home system or computer, what have you. But yeah, I mean, it is kind of better if you get uh, carted around like you would usually. So yeah. I think they're being a little silly with things. But that's Nintendo. <laughs> that, that's definitely
1: Nintendo. Dumbasses. asses. So somebody apparently asked in the, uh, because I posted this in another video game form that is not the co-op multi, and I had somebody ask if, uh, Apparently they want to know if everything is okay with me. So <laughs> at least what? we're getting some kind of response from people, but I'm guessing she has some kind of tie to my my Facebook page and which I have posted things of what's happened to me. So yeah. I I am okay as far as me being okay and my child being okay. It's just frustrating Watching the mother of your child just do stupid things, and you try to help her, and I know she's in a situation where it's kind of difficult where like basically I'm all she has, she doesn't even have family really, and there's only short-term, short term short short term fixes for for things. I can no longer just have her with me because it would make me be homeless, and it's, hey. it's so hard. But yet, I tell her to change what she's doing, and she doesn't do it out of fear, out of whatever. And so I get really frustrated. It makes me not want to do things. Uh, I go to work, and I'm thinking about that all the time. And I'm thinking about my kid and knowing that that's her mom and going, how much is, like, too much helping? Like, is there a point where I can just feel okay and go, okay, I've helped you enough. You didn't want to do anything. I feel bad for my kid knowing that maybe she won't have a mother around. And I don't want that because she didn't have a dad. And this is why she's like that. Because she didn't have a dad, really. A lot of the crap that she's done in her life is because her dad wasn't there. And my parents divorced when they were three. And I didn't want that either. And it messed up my life. My dad's a piece of crap, really, basically, just... Emotionally, like, it's taken me to grow up for him to finally be there for me. And even then, at certain times, he left me alone because he didn't like what I was doing. So, it's just, uh... It's a lot of emotional things, I guess, to answer this person's question. Um, I'm okay physically, I guess. I had a great time having a break at Raw yesterday. And I'm glad we can do this podcast. Another thing that, you know, it's entertainment. It's stuff that we do for fun right now. Hopefully one day we can make something off of it. (laughs) Or at least we forget to go to...
2: If anybody wants to pay us to do this, please contact us through the Facebook page, and we'll be more than happy to take your money.
1: Or if, you know, just if we get that fundraiser to work to go to E3, I mean, you can make a lot of contacts at E3 that you never know you could just go in there. So, you know. And I guess to end this thing, on a funny note, because uh, might as well. Women's right. Kim Kardashian is gonna make 85 million dollars off this free-to-play mobile game the game itself Mm -hmm. is gonna make 200 million does this lady good god seriously is there like anybody else that has ever been around that has made more money for doing just being being kim Kardashian.
3: (laughs) god i'm sure everybody wishes they could make this much money for having a big ass and a sex tape
2: Right? See, that's, that's,
3: that's the whole reason she got it. famous, right? She has a big ass on a sex tape.
2: The saddest part of all of this is she's m- making this money from the game. And while I don't know this for a fact, I am willing to bet money she, number one, probably has never played the game except for when a camera is rolling. And number two, did not have any input in the development of the game she, if she's making all of this money from the game how much are the programmers of this game making
3: nothing what's the name of this game
2: it's uh... kim kardashian's just type in kim kardashian in the google store or the i the apple store and you'll see the game will come up yeah. And it's a heavily microtransaction game from what I've heard.
1: Yeah, it's something Still about, like... Morons will spend money
2: on it. Becoming just like Kim Kardashian. Yeah,
1: something like that. It's just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Yet another sign of the apocalypse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As if all the stuff going on with Russia and Israel and Palestine and all that crap isn't. We have this, too. <laughs>
2: And sadly, Kim Kardashian's game probably will get more press than any of the other things combined. Uh, That's Uh, what makes it so sad, isn't it? Yes, yes it is.
3: If only she had done something that just, you know, warranted any of this attention. Any of it. Anything. I mean, what has she done? She married married the Kanye. Did a reality show you know, she already has the things already. Made. There we go. That's pretty much all. God, this is like the number one case of famous
1: for being famous. Yep. Oh, annoys- Again, I guess we needed to have another Anna Nicole Smith or something.
3: Well, I mean, at least I mean one Anna Nicole Smith. Oh yeah, actually no, it's the exact same thing.
1: Basically, she got boobs and got famous.
3: He got boobs, showed them in a magazine, married an old guy, got fat, lost the weight, and died. Ta-da! Yep. Now we just have to wait for the get-fat-and-die part. Married an old guy. married a Oh, and a basketball player. who's like one of the most famous players. When really, I'm sure he's not that bad of a guy, he just married a really annoying vapid, self-absorbed piece of garbage who has her own fucking television show. God. When do I get my television show? Huh, America? Hmm. That's right. Give me my television show. I'm sure the censors want to hear me curse.
1: Well, if the censors could hear you... I'm sure. <laughs> Let's
3: say, I, I get, there's an explicit tag on pretty much every podcast I'm on except for one. And that's because it's about Japanese children's shows, and that's serious business. Damn right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Are you excited that the new uh, Power Rangers newbie is going to have something to do with the TV show? No. Okay. Just making sure well, how far the, uh... Japanese children's oh. show thing went
3: well no no it goes all the way there I mean,
1: yeah I mean I grew up watching that stuff I still watch it and
3: I still podcast about it it's just the fact that it has anything to do with the uh tv show automatically kind of chains it down to something really we kind of we just need to get something that'd be like the Transformers movies having to do something with the tv show really like, it's already kind of putting, weighing it down with continuity and it's making it to where it's something that the fans of the show are already going to have expectations because it's attached to that TV show in continuity rather than out of continuity. And just man, That's kind of a mess, but we'll just have to see what happens with the show, or the movie, and the show. I mean, I'm still excited. Like, I will go see that day one, like I did Godzilla. And almost Pacific Rim. Because that's my jam But speaking of In a few in a few weeks New Dragon Ball Z movie's Is going to hit theaters Oh yeah
1: Yeah they're going to put it on uh, In more movies too Apparently or, or more theaters Than it was originally Because oh, yeah. of demand
3: Oh let me see If they Anywhere near me Let's hope I don't have to Work those nights Because I have a feeling It's during weekdays I don't like that <laughs> 'Cause I think it's pretty cool. Like I mean the movie's been readily available on uh it's been readily, readily available on YouTube for like months now. Subbed. But yeah, it's cool. Damn it, IGN, I don't want your commercials for what? Arnold Schwarzenegger has a movie called Sabotage? <laughs>
1: God. That was all over uh, WWE.com yesterday, too.
3: (laughs) Oh. I haven't been to WWE.com
1: in years. Well, I have to go there to go to the, uh, use the network on my computer sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess if for some reason you don't know this yet, but Tinkerbell and Stitch are going to be in Disney Infinity uh, along with Maleficent (laughs) and Merida. So, well, that's a lot of people that I like, so... If you weren't already like interested because of all the Marvel stuff, there you go.
3: Ah, uh, joke's on them. I'm not going to buy Disney Infinity, because I don't have money for that, those sorts of things.
1: Oh, trust me, I stopped, after the original, like, three or four, I stopped buying the figures, even though I wanted to, because it was just getting way too expensive. I mean, what? It's, my, my daughter liked to play with them and stuff, but it was like, the game's not good enough for me to wanna to keep buying. Them. It's boring. Like, you know. Unless you want to really create stuff, then it's not. But Oh no, yeah, start. the level cap's gonna be at twenty instead of fifteen this year uh, with mm-hmm. two 0. Woohoo. <laughs> oh sweet, they're showing it in Winston. Awesome. Sweet, I'm glad you can go.
3: Yeah, on the time. Let's see. I want the go.
1: The Rock might be Shazam in a movie, so yeah. I guess we can see that.
3: Do <laughs> smell what Shazam is cooking?
1: If he did that, I would so watch the movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure there would be fanboys burning things. It would look like it. It would look like our Argentina lost the World Cup over there.
2: No, I think the difference is fanboys are used to movies trashing the comic books. True. Yeah, but weird. it would make work.
3: Especially uh, DC, DC does-
2: comics.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say DC doesn't need to mess up anything because, unlike Marvel, who has built up a, like a lot of goodwill and stuff, DC doesn't really have too much.
2: And like the only goodwill got, that they have, they just said will not be associated with the movies.
3: Which goodwill is that?
2: The T V shows. Like really. Yeah, oh. They said oh, I Arrow and Arrow. Flash will not be associated with the movies. Well that's you stupid. That's, that's I, that's, I agree. Cool. Yeah,
3: I haven't watched Arrow. I should watch Arrow. The reason I didn't watch it because that's not so I never watched it. But I should remember that's my mom
2: who like hates everything.
3: She's like, Twelve Monkeys is one of the worst movies I've ever
1: seen. And I looked at her and I'm like... Oh, I like
2: Twelve get... Monkeys. What is she talking about? It's now, monkey. the one thing I will say about Arrow, the first season, about the first half of it, is pretty... It doesn't convey just how good the second half and the second season was. It feels a lot I mean, more it's... like a t- typical CW teen drama the first half I of the is... season. But... If you go through that and get to the second half of the season, and especially the second season, it's just an awesome show. Mm. Yeah.
3: And, and there's
1: a 12
3: in the TV series. Well, Anybody I mean, that's
1: wants- weird, considering that like, all I've heard is that Captain America 2 having something to do with Aidens of S.H.I.E.L.D. saved Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You'd think that they would want to do something with the TV shows being in the movie.
2: The arguments against it is that by associating it with the movie, you're limiting what creatively they can do on the TV shows, which I kind of find is bullshit for the DC TV shows because they already limit what they can do because of the movies. Like, you can't have Bruce Wayne show up because of the movies. Well, if you're going to do that, why not have them associated with the movies so that at least there's a reason why Bruce Wayne is not showing up?
1: Yeah, really. And it doesn't mean that you can't, like, say the story is venturing off after what happened with the movie so that, or oh, before. do you know, the ones that are creating this, the movie, the next movie, have to actually watch the show. Well, that would be so difficult for them to do.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just, I hate that reasoning. You, DC is so far behind Marvel in setting up a shared universe. Using the TV shows to get it started would be perfect. That's all that they could just say. It's in the same universe. Have Artnell and whoever the guy playing the Flash is, if that's good, make cameos in the movie. They don't even have to say anything. They can be standing in the background. And suddenly you've got a shared universe. Everything's good. Oh, but
1: the Flash can't just stand in the background. That'd just be terrible.
2: Well, I mean, just have the two of them standing and watching or taking part in a battle. Something... But they don't even have to say anything, right?
3: Unless there'd be a red streak and a gust of wind in one scene.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I, think well, I mean, it's I'm stupid hoping that like they uh, do that, but they're gonna do it because they're DC. I mean,
1: because I'm really hyped for this Daredevil Netflix show. Yeah, I mean. And if they can make a new movie out of it or include him in one of the movies because of it, I'm it'll make me want to watch the movie.
3: <laughs> I the yeah, I gave up on that show like three episodes in. I got bored, and my mom kept deleting it from the
2: D V R.
1: That's another one that I thought they would save on there, and they don't. So I have to find some way to watch it. I'm what like, is it? Uh, yeah, the that's hey. not on Hulu Plus either. It's on there, but they don't keep all the episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: I I was told I need to go back and watch it because it got really good, but eh, I don't know. I'm not really like it's obsessed with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Some people are, and some people are, like just absolutely adore it.
1: I I'm still need to that? watch. Cool. Captain America is my favorite, and I still got to watch Thor two and Captain America two.
3: <laughs> they're they're pretty good. I went and saw yeah. those. I, I saw uh, Captain America two the uh, TV show at the cheap ass theater. It was pretty good. I liked it. So was Amazing Spider Man two. So Amazing Spider Man two had a lot of pro- uh, had a few
1: problems. I still haven't watched that one. I don't know. All Spider Man movies had some kind of problems.
3: I love first. I love the first one. I love Amazing Spider Man. But yeah, I mean, it just had some like logic problems. But that's nah. what you get. Yeah, I mean, hey, Guardians of the Galaxy is come out.
1: Oh man, I want to see that. Yeah. Nothing had to do with Batista. All have to do with the raccoon. <laughs> you
3: know, I was I was reading yesterday because it was my day off, and I wanted to do. And
1: I wanted to waste all my time. I was like, what's the biggest asshole in the WWE? Was?
3: Apparently, Batista is. Uh, he's up there.
1: Well, that's not surprising.
3: No. Oh yeah, because apparently in his book he shit talked his wife who had cancer. So. Oh
1: jeez. Okay. Oh yeah. uh, that was it, yeah. something that may only be interesting to me I have I know this is probably not the me being a huge rock band fan is probably not correlating to both of you guys but I can't say how enthralled I was to get an email from Harmonix about hey there's a rock band survey I was like you know how long there has been without a rock band survey (laughs) and It asks about whether we want to see a new game on Next Gen or on the old consoles and how many working instruments we still have. Which I still have all of mine working in this room (laughs) that I'm currently in. And, except for I lost my drumsticks, so I guess I would have to go buy some of those. But, do you guys think it's even probable at this point to have another Rock fan in... What could they possibly do to even make it worth it for people? Because we're talking about hundreds of dollars in instruments. Would they have to make it like Rocksmith where you had to have real instruments included? I mean...
2: I think they could still... They could relaunch it at this point because it's been so long. But... I, I mean... I don't know of any current songs that they haven't already had that would really make people want to buy it that already have Rock Band? I mean, I don't know. I, I think it would do decently, but it wouldn't be the juggernaut that it was when it first came out.
3: Yeah, I think they're to do that.
1: Big Is your year. cat messing with something? <laughs> I hope it's the cat. What? <laughs> it just sounds like... <laughs> Somebody's like <laughs> messing with your it's like <laughs> <laughs> what?
3: I don't know. I do not know. But yeah. It's not gonna be the juggernaut that it once was. Like I don't even expect it to be even close. Like those rocksmith games, like do they are they even doing any
1: very well? They do well enough that they get DLC pretty regularly.
3: I mean, hey, that's good. Uh, I just don't see the plastic instrument thing really being, uh, you know, as big as it once was. Like, yeah, I still pick up my plastic Guitar Hero controller and play every once in a while, but that's just for schnitz and giggles. Like, I I feel like that's one of those things that like Guitar Hero really killed it. Like, they just killed it with the four thousand expansion packs, and then Rock Band three was okay. I wasn't impressed with Rock Band three.
1: Yeah, Rock Band 3 has its problems.
3: Yeah, like 2 was amazing because it had like a great soundtrack that had a little bit of everything and a lot of metal. Oh boy. Go Cop Go.
2: <laughs> I could actually hear the siren yes, through his microphone. too. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean I feel like the what, what happened at the end of like the Rock Band and the uh, Guitar Hero like it, it kind of just peter off in popularity. Like, you know, like fads do. Like, I feel like it was kind of a fad. It oh, it was. That I greatly enjoyed, even though I still can't play the drums. But yeah, it's just one of those things that just kind of died out, and now every pawn shop has 40,000 rock bands with again. So there you
1: go. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to take a lot for them to be able to do it. They're going to have to find a way to make the old instruments work. Uh, I I mean, they can take the route of just making it a game and saying, you know what, forget about doing the pro stuff because that wasn't as popular as they wanted it to be. They, obviously, instrument scarcity was a problem too. But I think that they kind of, they tried something and, they, and it didn't work as well as they wanted it to. So, I mean, then you've got the whole thing of all these people like me Which I won't be mad, but I know a lot of people that do, like the people, there's people on the Facebook page that, my God, would make you want to hate. It makes me sometimes want to hate people on the internet because they act like they're so entitled. Like if, if for some reason, which we've already heard, right, that Sony and Microsoft have made it to where it's going to be very difficult for you to be able to transfer anything all those songs to be able to transfer and all those licenses and all that stuff and people on their Facebook page just act like if it doesn't transfer there's no way I'm buying this game ever again like you know it's just like you know what guys the fact that they're even attempting to possibly make another game that should be enough and if all we get is 80 songs and we have to start all over again with the DLC then it sometimes happens when you go to next gen, it just it's not possible to transfer things. You got to be real about it.
2: The only reason that I would support that opinion is if it's just a reskinning of the original game. Like if there's no improvements, nothing different, then I could see where they might have a point in saying that the stuff should transfer. But if it's a brand new game, everything about it's not everything's different, but everything is new, you can tell that a lot of work went into it. Then I think those arguments don't have any problem, or don't have any merit.
1: Yeah, and I would imagine if they're gonna go through all that, they're not just gonna make improvements on three and go here, here's rock Band Four. I mean I would assume that they're going to actually do something with it and try to do something new. I mean I don't know what else new they could do. They've already done triple harmonies and the keyboard and everything. So, I mean, they're running out of options unless they introduce another instrument, which introduces a whole other bag of problems. Uh, Just might have to make like just make like a expansion to three and then see what they can do with the, uh, the songs or whatever. But who knows? There's A, that, a lot's got to happen for that to work, so do you guys have anything else that you want to talk about today?
2: I'll throw out the international. All right. Interna- the international, the major Dota 2 tournament worldwide championships just ended yesterday with the Chinese team Newbie that was formed four months ago specifically for the tournament beating VG Gaming. Uh, it was a Chinese team versus a Chinese team in the finals this year uh, for the fourth straight international. We do not have a – no team that has won a previous international has ever won another one. Uh, last year's winners were eliminated in the round-robin stage. They didn't get to advance to the brackets. Uh, Newbie barely made it out of the round-robin stage and ended up taking the upper bracket, having four days off to rest, and then – beating heavy favorite VG in four games. It was the best-of-five series. They lost the first one and won the next three pretty convincingly. Each member of uh, newbie is going to – each player that played on the team is going to win a million dollars apiece. The first prize was over $5 million for the team. So congratulations to them. I wish it was me. <laughs> Don't we but, all? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't
3: everybody – uh, well, no.
2: uh, I couldn't hear the question. What was it? I
3: said, doesn't everybody?
2: Ah, yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> but Dota is, Dota 2 is a free game to play. Uh, if you get a group of friends to play it with, it's very fun. The only problem I ever have with it is if I go and try to join a game online, it's a five-on-five game. Somebody will leave, and then you're short-handed for the rest of the game.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested just because Daniel and, and Randall are offering, so why not? Plus, I really want to play that Heroes of the Storm, so uh, that gets me uh, some practice, I guess, so I'm not a total noob when I get up there and, and somebody's trying to hate on me because I don't know what I'm doing or whatever, Uh which I'm sure I'll get enough of that from I guess, other people that are playing against us. That's okay. That's the fun part of it, trying to ignore the people that are being mean. Maybe uh, they'll learn something from Riot Games and decide that they want to go ban a bunch of people, too. Who knows? Uh, well, I guess that does it for this episode. Went a lot longer than I thought it was going to. We had more conversations yeah. than I thought it was going to. Except for Robert with his inaudible... Uh, Kindle. I don't know why. I've had that same problem where sometimes this thing becomes uh, inaudible as well. If uh, you're not listening live, which is possible, uh, you can always listen to us, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. It's there. Make sure you click on the cooperative multiplayer live. The cooperative multiplayer without the live is discontinued. So... If you want to listen to the new episodes, they are are there on that one. Um, we also have a Twitter. It's co- It's uh, coop CoopMulti411. You can go follow us there. Seriously, with all the other crap I have going on, it's so hard to try to sit there and go in that thing and post news and do things to get us traffic. But if anybody out there wants to be cool and do that for us, that'd be great. Um, and uh well we have a facebook page once again one of those things where we need people to actually be able to post on it in order for it to gain traffic so if you want to go find cooperative multiplayer on facebook you join there you start posting things and i'm sure there will be either some of us or randall or some other people that will want to start discussing things with you so that's there for you as well uh well i think we're going to be back I think we're going to try to make it a Tuesday afternoon thing for a while, at least till I move out of here. So, is that okay with everybody? Or
2: Works for me is? at least for next week. I'll have to check my work schedule when I get it for August and see.
3: I think I'll be good. I'll, it'll be the half a week, a the week, I I'll have to see about half
2: a Alrighty. Well, let's get to those plugs, guys. Daniel. Uh... Four in one game. Factor fiction comes goes up every Thursday. Um, this week it's going to be Sean and Randall. Since Sean hasn't told me he can't do it yet, so I'm assuming he still can. Yes, uh, <laughs> uh, Randall. I told R- Randall that I would plug his uh, international recaps. He's going to have one come up live tomorrow, and I might actually be giving my quick opinion in the section on there about it, just what I thought about it, uh, what I enjoyed watching. I actually got interested in Dota by being bored last year and turning on the feed for the International last year and actually enjoyed the way the game looked and the way it played, and it made me try it out. So if you are looking for a new game to play that won't cost you any money, feel free to watch the the feed of the International. Watch a few matches, and you'll probably enjoy it more than you thought you would. True that.
1: Speaking of a game that I watched people play and then I got into it. The Hearthstone Curse of Eraxmas came out today. It's seven hundred gold or seven dollars to obviously they're gonna open one wing at a time. So and you get a new card or a couple new cards after you finish it. So it's worth doing if you're a Hearthstone fan and if you're not it's free. Go play it. I'm I bet once you get to the tutorial you won't stop playing. So there's that, of course Blizzard with their they're so good at getting you addicted to stuff. Robert?
3: Oh, let's see. Uh, I guess I start out like I usually do with the Rattletch Broadcasting Network. That's where most of my podcasts are. It is logtalkradio.com slash 411 MMA Radio. Tomorrow night, I have... Coming live at 30. Myself and Jesse Starcher will be doing from the cheap seats where we talk about sports. I we'll don't know what we're going to talk about because really there's not much for us to talk about because we usually talk about football things and there's not much to it. I don't know. We'll find something to talk about. There's also a uh, Metal Hammer of Doom podcast which is supposed to be live this week. But, uh, Old Man Ravage is going to be in a hotel that night. So in two weeks we will be reviewing the new Goat 4 <laughs> the band I love, go for uh, there's also the Sentai Rider Podcast, which is back! It's back, bitches! That's right. After, like, three months of nothing, we're back. Last episode, covered the new Juju Sentai Go user, b which is a uh, Japanese for direct DVD. Yeah, but this direct DVD movie it was pretty good. It was a fun episode. I got to edit things, like the people working on my house. Fun time. It was a good episode. Me, myself, and Hunter. been here to get it. But yeah, we'll be back hopefully later this week. Uh, we keep wanting to do things, but the review that we have up like next up on the docket where we cover 20 episodes of Common Writer Gaim, it's gonna take like two and a half hours, and that's always really daunting to know that it's going to take two and a half hours. That, and every time we start the podcast, or get ready to do the podcast, we go off on a tangent and talk for an hour. You know how it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because yeah, that, that never happens here. Yeah, that never happens.
3: <laughs> I don't think it's ever got that bad. Like, there was a spot, like, I think it was, like, Sunday night, I'm like, okay, I got home at 11, let's start. And then we talked for an hour and a half, and by 1230, I'm like, yeah, nobody's going to, we're not going to be up till like, 3, 4 o'clock doing this. <laughs> I'll fall asleep before then. And I have done it. So <laughs> there's actually once I did fall asleep in the middle of a podcast, but I woke up like a few seconds later, and I'm like, "All right, I'm good." And As that's someone that's
1: used to staying up till five or six every Monday night, I Ew. feel
3: your pain. Yeah, ouch! No. The latest I stay up is maybe four, and that's really rare, really, really rare. But yeah, we we'll, uh we're back now. It's great. Happy to be back. I don't think many people listened to the last episode yet, but I haven't really posted it anywhere. So I thought I should probably go do that later tonight. So yeah, uh, find us. Uh, we're usually live. Our shows are posted live Saturday and Monday uh, And if you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com. Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S E N T A I R I D E R Podcast. And uh, finally, Hammer of Doom News Report on and on Mania.com. I don't know. I'm, it'll ease be back at the end of the year. I hope for uh, a top fifty. Or something. But I'm, I'm coming to find that with a even a part-time job, school starting back, all these podcasts, including me wanting to do things in between these podcasts, I'm a pretty busy feller. So yeah, it's kind of hard to sit down and find eight hours to eight hours a week to do things. So yeah, that's. Uh, that, I think that's all for my plug. There we go. I passed the baton, Sean.
1: Alrighty. Well, uh, the Wrestling to the Maddox podcast episode 100 will be sometime later today, if you're listening right now. If not, that's Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night. Uh, Can't record really late anymore because of where I currently live. People do things and they're mean, so it's alright. That's why we had to record this show in the afternoon. But that's okay. That means we just get things done earlier. They're mean. What do they do? Shit in your gym bag? Well, remember we were trying to record one night. The guy literally came in and told me to shut up and said he would turn the switch off that's right by the door that would turn my computer off. So I can't really piss them off because all they have to do is barely open my door, turn the switch off, and then it would screw up the podcast. So, weird. Yeah. Uh, then they go and snitch to my uncle about all these things that I apparently do that I don't do, but they, whatever, you know, it's just stupid. That's why I hate having roommates. I'm, I'm just so over, I mean, the only time I ever had roommates were people like Gary and we all got along well, but I got lucky in that aspect. I have roommates here and they just suck. Uh, anyway. So... That is there. Uh, We're going to be reviewing Battleground, and I was at the Raw, so that's going to be fun to discuss with the guys, and of course TNA and NXT, and we're going to debut a couple new things. We're also making uh, our first Wrestling to the Max t-shirt, which me and Gary are currently starting to design. Making a cafe press store is not the easiest thing in the world, because Pro Wrestling Tees has way too many damn rules. You apparently have to sell 25 shirts in 90 days, and you apparently now have to have 2,000 Twitter followers, or you can't even sign up. So, there you go. Don't sign up for Wrestling Tees unless you are really, really, like, have a lot of fans. If
3: you're working with WWE, you'll be fine, because they plug Twitter out the asshole.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, yeah, we've got uh, this podcast, of course. We'll be back on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, of course, On Demand, a little bit later after that, on the places that I already told you. That's, of course, where all the my other podcasts are. Um, the Football to Football is taking a little break, I think, until I move out of here. Or until me and Gary can find some kind of day where, during the day, it'll work where we can do it. Uh, it's just, that's another one of those things that we would do at night, randomly, when we both felt like doing something. Now, with the soccer kind of being over, I don't have a really big reason to do it by myself or with another friend of mine that always helps me out, so that's kind of taking a little break. But uh, other than that, GameStop 5. I did not have one last week because I did not have people participating. Uh, so then Psalms decided to be cute and give a list right at the end and then not give me any blurb, so I couldn't use it. Target terror. Yeah, he did have Target terror number one, but it's on the Wii, so it's okay. It actually makes sense this five, time.
3: All five of them Target Terror. That's what he should have done. Didn't he do that one?
1: Yes, he did. But this time he didn't actually, which surprised me. I'm surprised yeah. he's still there. He doesn't do anything.
3: Uh, <laughs> he just came in like, huh, the Wii, you can Target Terror. All right, yeah, right. Ex- except for like, <laughs>
1: I think he reviewed the PS4 and that's the last thing I've ever seen him write. So, oh. yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, it'll so it'll be top five Wii games again this week. Hopefully either songs will get me a list or I'm going to have to BS one and just find somebody else to give me one. I don't know. And uh, then I think we're going to be, I think I'm going to do one on the Dreamcast and then I'm going to have to start figuring out topics after, after next week. I'm in Games Factor Fiction as Daniel alluded to. And I think that's it. So, yeah. Just be sure to always listen to this podcast when we have it on. It's there on demand for you. Cooperative Multiplayer Live. Go play some games. Have some fun this week. And we will see you again next Tuesday.
0: Okay.
1: Later.